Welcome to Imodoka Podcast, your go-to podcast for all things automotive in the heart of Africa. I am your host, Sandra, and together with our partners at Akajira Motors, we are here to navigate the exciting world of cars right here in Rwanda. Whether you're a first-time buyer, a family on the move, or an enthusiast looking to hit the road in style, we've got you covered. In each episode, we will rev up your automotive knowledge with expert insights. So fasten your seatbelts. Grab the steering wheel and let's roll in the world of cars, journeys, and adventures. Welcome to another episode of Imodoka Podcast, and I am your host, Sandra. And in this episode, we're going to be covering car upgrades and modifications. That means customizing your ride. So, in today's episode, we have uh, the two amazing guests that you're very familiar with. Yeah, uh, I want to in- to encourage everybody to go and listen to our previous episodes. We have covered a lot of good content about automotive knowledge and if you haven't listened to that you're missing out so um alex and rupak let's dive into the content we're going for the very first question which is what are the most popular car upgrades and modifications that car enthusiasts in rwanda typically consider i think that the number one modification that people love to do on their vehicle is bull bars or metal front bumpers uh and with the, the led spotlights um, i think people like to have this on there because as we know, the Defense Force, National Police, and uh, many government fleet vehicles have this for protection. And so it looks nice, makes the vehicle look stronger. It makes the vehicle stronger as well. And uh, I think that's the number one modification that people go for in Rwanda is bull bars. Another most popular modification people like to do is for people who like pickups, they sometimes they like to put a canopy on your on your deck in order to protect the uh, stuff inside. By the time of lining, or for people who can to avoid people to steal their goods. I understand. So it's it's provided for safety and yeah, and extra storage from right. <laughs> yeah. So can you provide examples of how audio systems and interior enhancements can elevate driving experience? Yeah, audio systems are key. I mean, in new vehicles now, you're normally getting like a eight plus uh, speaker system, audio system in your car now. But uh, if you have an older car um, and you enjoy driving that car and you enjoy music because music brings out emotion, driving your car can also bring out emotion. So to uh, really have that ultimate driving experience, upgrading your audio system is a great option. Um, you can upgrade the the tweeters, the uh, high range, mid range and low range speakers and your subwoofers and amplifiers to get a really well balanced sound system. Um, although not very cheap, but very satisfaction in terms of the end result of how you upgrade your vehicle. And then for some interior enhancements, um, the number one thing I always like to do is tint because it also reduces heat on the interior and gives you a bit of privacy. Also makes the vehicle look a lot better in my opinion. Um, and then some basic things are like floor mats, uh, cell phone mounts, um, air fresheners, little things like that. If you want, you can go the extra mile with changing like the halogen um, interior lights to LED lights of different colors, which gives it a nice little unique uh, ambient lighting and feel to the car as well. Now coming to this, I think most popular question for especially first time buyers that don't know where to actually get this information from, how can listeners ensure that modifications they chose are compliant with legal guidelines and safety standards, especially 
now that our country is a country of law, we know that not everything that is allowed in other countries is the, is the same here. So we would like to know where exactly do we get this information? Yeah, they can get it through official gazette uh, of the country or they can go through uh, rural. Yeah. These are regulatory institution in Rwanda. They have all those information. Do you provide any of that information here at Agira for your buyers? No, not really. No? Okay. No. All right. Uh, we're not, we're not a government institution or a government spokesperson, so that's not something that we would dabble into. Oh, I see. So now my personal favorite. What are some DIY car upgrades that listeners can consider to personalize their vehicles on a budget? The easiest thing that you can do to customize your vehicle on a budget is lighting. Um, if your vehicle has a halogen lighting, this is a bit outdated now. So it's very easy to update uh, the vehicle lighting to LED lighting yourself or even HID lighting. So you can obviously, you just you have to buy the bulbs, obviously, from an automotive store or online retailer. Um, and then it's really simple to swap those parts out. Um, normally, it's just about removing a little cap or cover, twisting the old halogen bulb, popping in the new LED bulb, plugging in the power source, putting the cover back on. And then, boom, you've changed your whole entire look of the car, the lighting of the car, um, and also the safety because you have brighter lights. Um, so your visibility is also going to be better. And you can do that on the exterior and the interior. Uh, so I'd probably say that's probably the easiest uh, car upgrade you can do. Some other things that I like to do is also blackout of emblems. So sometimes people get a, a vehicle and they have like on the back trunk, you know, it's sometimes a brand or, you know, RAV4 or X-Trail or Sorento and then the four-wheel drive logo and all these things. So you can completely remove them if you like like a clean look rather than having that. Or you can even paint them in black um, or paint them in a different color to match the vehicle paint if you like that. A little bit more of a cleaner look. Um, that's pretty easy to do. I think that's about it. What people can probably do themselves here in Rwanda, at least. I think everything else would probably take a bit of a bit more expertise um, in terms of modifications. Thank you very much. So can you share some insights on the potential impacts of car upgrades on the vehicle's warranty and insurance coverage? Yeah, I don't think that it'll actually affect your insurance coverage um, because the insurer is only going to cover the value of the vehicle, which is insured. Um, m most of the time, any accessories you're putting on a vehicle is at your own cost. If it's the car's a total loss, you either recover the accessories or if they're damaged, they're gone with the vehicle as well. Um, and it's not something I would even recommend adding to your insurance coverage because you're just going to be paying a higher premium anyways. Um, in terms of vehicle warranty, yeah, there are a lot of things that can void a uh, vehicle warranty. Um, normally changing suspension, so moving to another suspension component, so aftermarket suspension components can avoid the uh, manufacturer's warranty. Bull bars, if they are approved bull bars, uh, airbag approved bull bars, so brands like TGM, ARB, Ironman, these are all air, uh, airbag approved bull bars. They do not actually void your vehicle warranty because they are, you know, tested and, and proved uh, and approved by the by the manufacturers so yeah i mean it, it really goes by you know i mean like wheels and tires won't void your warranty changing and upgrading lighting won't avoid your warranty neither will tinted windows 
Um, so unless you're going to like some deep, deep customization of changing electricals of the vehicle or the mechanical drivetrains and gearbox and engine components, then you start getting into where you're avoiding vehicle warranty. I had no idea. So what role does seeking professional advice from experts play in making informed car modifications decisions? I think when you get to talk to somebody who is really educated on vehicle modifications is that you get to do it right the first time. Um, a lot of times we do something and we don't know what we're doing and then we have to do it again and again and that can add up in a lot more cost than just doing it right the first time with the right advice. Um, so definitely talk to people that you think are knowledgeable in the, in the, in the aftermarket industry uh, and tell them what you're using the vehicle for, what you want it to look like and then they can kind of guide you and say, well, you should have this or don't do this or, you know, this is, looks cool, but it's not durable. It's not great for the long term. Um, so those are all things to consider as well. And everyone's purpose of a vehicle is going to be different, whether it's going to be for off-road use, it's going to be for on-road use, or you just want it to look good and you don't care about anything else. So there's different, different um, advice that everybody can give. But the main thing is, is talk to somebody, come up with a plan, budget it out, and do it right the first time. I mean, my personal vehicle that I've had for almost 15 years now in the U.S., I've gone through like four or five different suspension kits. I've gone through all sorts of different customization from lighting to suspension to interior work. But it's that's like my joy. So it's like I like changing the look all the time. So I can say that, oh, I wish I did it right the first time. But when I did it the first time, that was also like 15 years ago. I didn't have the money that you have today to modify a car. So you do what you can with the money you have. And as you get older and you make more money, you can buy nicer things for your car or buy a nicer car. Well, that was, that was very insightful. Let's move on. Uh, so are there any limitations or restrictions on specific car upgrades and modifications in render? I seem to know. No, no restriction, no limitation. You can do whatever modification you want on your passenger car. Oh, but I heard that, and let's say, uh, if, if it's in, in terms of, uh, you know, designing, like he was saying, um, they don't allow people to put tints on the car. Isn't that a restriction? Maybe, okay, I, that's that's just the basic knowledge that I have. Uh, even when you tint, some most of people are allowed to tint just the backs, the back door. Okay, can you kindly? Yeah, there, there's a there are actually limitations and restrictions in Rwanda in terms of car modifications. One of them being tint. Normally, you're not allowed to tint the beyond the the B pillar. So I mean, the driver, the front driver, and the front passenger windows are not allowed to be tinted. For from the B pillar and back, we see that a lot of factories provide factory tinted windows. This is in the glass; it's not a film. Um, and control technique here: when you go there every year, they'll test your windows to see if there's an actual film on there or if it's a factory tint. If there's a film, most of the time they'll ask you to remove it. And also LED lights, um, LED light bars, spotlights; uh, those are not allowed to be operated on the roads. You can have them, and they have to have covers. I haven't seen or heard any experiences with police pulling people over, but I do know that that is a law. You do have to have covers, and they're not allowed for on on road use. So, what if you have LEDs like interior in the interior of the car? Yeah, that- interior of the car is uh, different from the exterior. So, exterior meaning like the LED light bars and the LED spotlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the, not the interior. Interior, so, interior okay. is okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Awesome. Um, can you share stories of car enthusiasts who have transformed their vehicles through personalized upgrades, if you have any? Uh, like here in Rwanda? Even if it's not here in Rwanda, just... Like uh, the pickup I was using, it was amazing. Always when I'm driving the pickup, people was coming near me, maybe on a motor and say, ah, you have a nice car, nice car. Yeah. It was on a Mahindra. Oh, yeah. And a Mahindra pickup, which is not really, don't... Uh, really like yeah but because it was customized mm -hmm. well the bull bar the roof rack the 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 side step mm -hmm. it was amazing and mm -hmm. one guy come and give me a check on the road immediately and he took the oh really yes. that's awesome just because you customized it yes. in yeah we actually have customized almost four mahindras like that where we did like full suspension wheels tires uh, underbody protection, front bull bar, rear bull bar, side steps, bed liner, roll bar, roof rack, tinted wow. windows, uh, window visors, seat covers, floor mats, uh, reverse cameras, LED lights. Um, I mean, I think that's, yeah. that's everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we literally turned the vehicle into like a monster, into a beast. And uh, we've sold so many of them because people just see them and they're like, this vehicle looks amazing. Um, otherwise, some other vehicles that we've modified um, here at Akagera Motors have been recently we have uh, a Mercedes-Benz G500 that we got fully customized. Um, we did actually a full Wide Star body kit on it. Yeah. Um, also a lift kit. Um, it has a full uh, Wide Star like front bumper, rear bumper, spoiler. Um, it has tinted headlights and the interior is fully customized as well. The second row is doesn't have a bench seat. It's got two uh, captain chairs that are fully reclinable with champagne cooler in the middle. Right. And it's got a tuned engine, a very, very, very loud exhaust. So those are some modifications we've done on the on a G-Class. Then we also have a Land Cruiser 200 series where we've put in Dobinson's off-road suspension to raise the vehicle and give it like a really bulletproof suspension and that you can go really fast in and jump over any speed bumps and any big ruts. Yeah, that car's got like a roof rack, LED lights. Um, same thing in the back. So captain seats with champagne coolers, you know, painted black wheels, full LED lights, um, all custom painted gray. Um, it's got like a Tesla screen on the interior as well, which is really cool. Yeah, and then we've got a Toyota FJ Cruiser that's also fully modified in the suspension. It's got a roof rack. It's yellow. Maybe people know it. They've seen it. It's got giant lights on the roof rack in the front a bull bar and it's also a really loud customized uh, engine work on the exhaust and everything as well and then even i have a kia sorento that i've customized this bit as well it's got a two inch lift uh bigger all-terrain tires uh, 19 inch wheels tinted windows some led lights uh things like that just to give a vehicle a little bit of flavor and to also make it look a little bit more unique and different from other vehicles that you see on the road every day. So yeah, if you're a car enthusiast, I mean, there's sky's the limit in terms of what you can do from paint work to wheel and tire setup, suspension work, mm -hmm. uh, interior customization, exhaust customization, lighting, engine work. There's just so much that can be done. Yeah. So um, in terms of the paint, I have a, like a, a side question. Mm -hmm. So there's this video I saw on, um, on YouTube, I think it's about cars in, and buying cars from in Dubai. Mm -hmm. So someone was advising people that they shouldn't paint their cars black. It, it makes them hard to, you know, to resell them. 
that, that the list cars on the market. Do you agree? In this video is based in Dubai? Yeah, the person that was explaining, I think, is the, he has like an automotive, I think, you know, a dealer or something like that was explaining about giving knowledge about cars and it was just you know looking through so i i came across that and i was like let me watch and he happened to mention that black paint black paint is not the best choice i think that is very subjective mm -hmm. um i don't agree with that statement at all now if i'm in dubai i probably don't want a black car because of the because heat. it's gonna be <laughs> so hot True. and black absorbs all heat and the only color that doesn't absorb any heat is white. Uh, it reflects the sunlight, whereas black absorbs all the sunlight. So if he, that's what he's talking about in terms of like on a scientific approach, yeah, black is not a great color to have in the hottest place in the world. <laughs> right. Because it's going to be really hot inside the car. Right. So most of the time when you're in Dubai, you see a lot of people driving white cars because it doesn't absorb the heat. It's a much cooler color. <laughs> now, if you go to, I mean, like here in Rwanda, our temperatures are really great. Yeah, we have hot summers, but nothing close to Dubai. You can be outside in the summer here and still be fine. Right. You don't have air conditioning in like 95% of places in Rwanda. Even in the summer, we're doing fine. Yeah. So having a black car in Rwanda, I think is completely fine. Mm -hmm. I think there's no issue. I think that black paint is one of the hardest colors to keep clean. Not clean in the sense of just washing the vehicle and wiping it down because black shows the most amount of imperfections, meaning swirls, scratches, those types of things. But when black is clean, it is the classiest, sexiest, most luxurious color uh, you can have on a car. Right. But it comes with, you know, the you got it's hard to maintain, but it's also the best looking. Right. Right. Nobody, I mean, white's the easiest to maintain, but it doesn't look great all the time on every <laughs> car, right? Like white's not the preferred color. Yeah. Um, so the people go to, you know, something in the middle. You got dark grays, dark blues, dark reds, dark greens, silvers, dark browns that you can also go with as well. I think black's a great color, but uh, it's just a harder color to keep clean. That's for sure. Right. But the most rewarding in terms of luxury. when it is clean, yeah, luxury and <laughs> class and sex appeal and everything. So, well. So I'm, I think I'm going to change my mind to, to the back paint because I was like kind of worried. I'm like, oh, what if it's not the best, you know? And now it's clarified because of the weather in, in Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on to our next question, I want to ask, how can listeners balance their desire of car modifications with the practicality of everyday use and road safety? Um, I think it, it comes down to what you're using the vehicle for. So if you're using the vehicle every day, I think your biggest concern is you're going to want it to be fuel efficient. So you don't want to just keep loading a bunch of heavy accessories on it for no reason. Um, but if it's something that you're only driving on the weekend for fun and those accessories weigh a lot, uh, but they look good and you like them, then go for it. In terms of road safety, just make sure you're compliant with the laws and regulations of Rwanda. When it comes to lighting, make sure you're not blinding people um, when you're driving at night because just because you upgrade your lighting or you put additional lights on and everything doesn't mean that it it's, you know, beneficial for everybody. You could be blinding oncoming traffic and that's also dangerous for you and for them. Um, and an easy way to check that is turn on your lights and then go and sit in another car parked in front of your car and see if it's coming directly into your eyes or not. And you can also uh, angle your lights downwards. There's adjustments in the headlight housing where you can adjust your lights downwards so you don't blind oncoming traffic. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that everybody knows what they use their vehicle for every day, what they want 
their vehicle to be able to do and how to perform. So, I mean, I see some vehicles that have full bars and roof racks and rooftop tents and bike carriers and upgraded uh, all-terrain tires and suspension. And the vehicle gets used like every other weekend going uh, up country, camping and all those stuff. So that's a great way to utilize a vehicle. But you have the same equipment and you're just going to get groceries and that's it. Which probably is it's not practical. I think I think you're right because not every you know customization or personalized or uh, upgrades are very safe and maybe uh, I would I would advise someone to just go and um, you know make some research online and see what actually could be best or what what actually uh, applies in Rwanda. So I want to ask the very last question: Are there any ongoing trends in ca- customization and modifications that you would like to highlight for the audience? Yeah. Can say in, in Rwanda all roads are not uh, really uh, good, especially in countries, especially out of the cities. So we can highlight change some tires from smaller tires, put bigger tires. Yeah, definitely the, moving from like the street tires to all-terrain tires. Yes, yeah. yes, this can be very quick today. Um, yeah, I mean besides tires, I think it just goes back to I think bull bars are probably the biggest and biggest trend of what people put on their vehicle. Yeah, I'd probably say tires and, and bull bars are probably the fa- first thing that people do and that's the trend that we see. Awesome. Uh, thank you very much. It was enlightening for today and uh, I want to ask if there is any information that I was not able to ask about car upgrades and modifications that you'd like to add. Um, Akagera Motors, we have a full body shop, uh, upholstery and fabrication. So if you ever want to do any modifications to your car, give us a call or come visit us. We can always discuss what we can do for you. You can always check out our stock that we have as well, because we do carry aftermarket accessories for vehicles as well. Um, and I love to assist people in accessorizing cars because I like to make cars look good. Thank you very much. This is it for the car upgrades and modifications. And I was your host, Sandra, with Rupak and Alex from the Akajira Motors. That's a wrap for today's episode of Imodoka Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed our drive through the fascinating world of cars and found our insights valuable. If you love what you heard, don't forget to subscribe, write, and review our podcast. Your feedback heals our engine. Join us next time as we explore more exciting topics in automotive realm. Until then, stay safe, keep your wheels turning, and embrace the road ahead with confidence.